Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a Numenera actual play podcast. I am your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. And with me today is Stace Babcock. Uh, I'm here. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Alex Finn. Hi. Meredith Jones. Hi. And Samson Davis. So fun fact, I forgot St. Patrick's Day was a thing until today, which is St. Patrick's Day. I had the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Because when you're hearing this, we are just the beginning of coronavirus season. So, <laughs> so let's uh, cover what happened last time. And I am going to pick on Stace. Man. Is it because I didn't get the chance to transcribe, so this is just from memory? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so last time on this podcast... Which we recorded on a particular day. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I just cannot remember where the last episode started and where two episodes ago ended. Uh... Uh, the tree. The tree was part of the first... Sorry. She was uh, <laughs> phoning a friend. I so we tell. started after the tree last... No, we started with me being asleep at the tree and then the whole tree interaction. Okay, cool. So there was this tree. <laughs> it was a beautiful tree. And we were walking by it. And um, Italia um, decided to take a nap, was lulled into taking a nap. Yeah. Uh, Dilly also took a nap. Um, Nyx barely managed to stay awake at the insistence of Cha-Cha. And then basically Cha-Cha discovered that there were spores coming from the tree, putting everyone to sleep, and that the tree itself needed to be convinced to let them go. Nyx tried to talk to the tree. The tree did not respond. Nyx knocked on the tree. Rudely, again, the tree did not respond. And so the Nyx was like, I'm just going to go sleep and go talk to it. So she did. She convinced the tree to let him go. Um, with the power of spending one XP for a reroll and subsequently rolling a 20 on that reroll. Managed to let the tree or get to get the tree to let us go and promised the tree to help it find vessels for all the previous souls that it had stolen and stored. And then the team went back to Charmond, went and saw Mama Jaren, who seemed very forthright and honest about her involvement in the um, with the artifact and Maywin's death. Um, reported Maywin's death to Mama Jaren, showed her to the journal. She then paid out forty shins apiece. Except for Italia, who has some weird contract thing going on. Um, and then renegotiated that contract with Italia, I think. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, the rest of us like stepped out and her and Italia had a conversation. Yeah. yeah. So the rest of us don't know. Yeah. It, it's more Italia has but, a new contract that, uh, in addition to the one that she's getting paid for when she meets up with her contact. Oh, Yeah. And then Mom Jaren tried to hire or hire Italia away from whatever organization she's currently working for. One an organization that apparently murders people. Italia. And um that's where we ended the ep. Okay. That's good. One up. I did a good job. Yes, you did. Mm -hmm. You get a gold star. 
<laughs> Can I have, I'd rather have an XP. Uh. Yeah, well, this is what I will say. Uh, because you guys explored the ruins, you figured out what was ha- what had happened to um, Maywin. You've also, you know, encountered strange trees and all sorts of other strange things. So you all have two additional XP from the exploration you accomplished. Yes. Quality. Did we also have a full night's rest? Well, you probably in order to get back to Sharma. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because you guys were kind of refused to uh, remember you refused to sleep on the dead bodies around the tree. (laughs) (laughs) So we had to go to the trade road and make camp. Yeah, let's yeah. say we did that so I can <laughs> reset my recovery rolls. Sure. If I wanted to be a real dick, I would make you roll for each one of those what? recovery rolls, but I'm not going to. Well, I only have two points missing at this point, so. <laughs> what if you got a zero on all of them? Uh, that would be wild, because I at least get two. <laughs> I don't know with your dice, Samson. That's fair. So you've got your two XP. You've had your conversation with Mama Jera. As we end, Jera and Italia had made, as Mama Jera referred to it, a compact. They even spit in their hands to shake and everything. (laughs) Specifically, Italia was offered 140 shins to retrieve that artifact. Because Mama Jera recognized quite clearly which organization had taken that item. And Italia happily agreed to it um, in a pure mercenary fashion. Italia is finishing up with Mama Jera, so I think I want to go back to the, the the rest of you. For Nix, Dilly, and Cha-Cha, what do you guys do when you leave Mama Jera's? Do you go anywhere together? Do you split up and go your separate ways? I know that prior to this, Dilly and Cha-Cha were essentially in hiding, so I don't know where you guys would go if you would go your separate ways, if you would try to coordinate or what Nix would be doing. Nix would be going to her mom's house. She'd be like, yo guys, I got to drop this, these shins off at my mom's house. Like you can walk with me if you want. Well, uh, uh, shouldn't we wait for Atalia? Just cause she's kind of our best lead on where this item is since it's her, her, uh, Contractors, contract people who have it, supposedly. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Like, whatever you want to do, man, you can wait here. Actually, will you wait here and then tell her I went to my mom's house to, uh, just to drop this off real quick? Okay. Like, I'll be right back. Do you want us to wait here for you to come back or do you want us to meet somewhere like else? Wait here or, uh, is there a nearby. Cavern, Daniel? There's the Queen's Spittoon, which is a pretty rough and tumble place. That's right. Um, yeah, um, I could meet you guys at the Queen's Spittoon. Uh, okay. The uh, Oh my god. I have heard amazing things about the Green Scorpions there, so if you beat me there, will you, like, order some and save some for me? Haven't tried them yet. The Green Scorpions, the green grasshoppers of Ninth World? They're they're literally green scorpions. Holy fuck! <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So yeah, Nick's gonna go drop off the cash. Okay, and Dilly and Cha Cha are waiting for Italia. Yeah. Okay. So then, for now, unless well, 
let's play this out. So next, you're going to go back to your folks' house. Mm-hmm. You come in the door, and your father is sitting on the this essentially a bench in the you know sort of opening area of the house, just looking exhausted. His his head is in his hands. As you walk in the door, um, he looks up at you. And uh, what does your father look like? Um, he is, he has clearly lost some weight, but he's, he's a taller man with, uh, graying hair, little bald on top, um, wearing clothes that were once fairly nice, but are now threadbare. Uh, not the resemblance to Nyx is more in his build than in his features. Okay. He looks up at you. Nyx, you're... Your home. Uh, how did how did it go with the nano? Uh, bad news, Dad. Uh, the nano says uh, this week's visit is is her last visit. Has she been here? Not yet. There, I, I we're expecting her tomorrow. Yeah. So tomorrow's visit's the last visit, so we can pay her that three hundred shins. Uh, I I did uh I did take a job though, though so, oh. uh. I got uh, 40 shins here from today's job, and I got 60 shins. That's right, right, Daniel? Yes. It was 60, right? I got 60 shins from a job I took the other night, so uh, 100 shins toward toward the next month's treatment. Thank you. You're, you've, always been, you've always been a good kid, Nix. Hey, thanks, Dad. You know, I just, uh, just want Mom to be all right. Uh, she's... She's been away a couple times today. He's laying down now. Twice today? Yeah. The first time she just came back and looked startled, but the second time she came back, there was there was frost in her eyelashes. Can, uh, can I see her, or do you think I should let her rest? You could check in on her in the room. I don't know if she's asleep yet or not. All right, I'm going to go check in on her, and then, uh, uh, got another job um, after this one, but I'll I'll say bye before I leave again. Okay, just kind of like like droops at his bench as you walk out of the room, head up to the master bedroom where your your mother is sleeping. The room is relatively dark. There's still some light. There's a glow globe lit up in one of the far corners, which. You happen to know that with your mom's condition, she doesn't like to be in total darkness. So you you come in and uh, she's laying there on the bed, just kind of staring up at the ceiling. Hey, mom, are you uh you up to st- for a visit? There's like a long pause. What does she look like? Tell me about your mother. Um, she's got long hair, um, blondish, like dirty blonde, um. Looks very, looks old, looks older than she is, looks older than she is because of the stress of the situation. Um, definitely resembles Nyx mm-hmm. pretty strongly, uh, but it's a very small person. I mean, like, a, not abnormally small, just not big. But yeah, she's, and she's like, Nyx, son. I'm still awake. Um, come on in. Um, so Nyx goes in. She 
sits on the chair next to the bed and uh, holds her mom's hand. She's like, uh, you know, I'm going to want to hear about where you went just in case it's helpful, but uh, you all right, Mom? Our dear, I, I, I sometimes that's all I can do not to scream when I think about it. I know, Mom. I, uh, you know, just hang in there. Uh, I got, you know, the Nano's coming back. We're getting closer to figuring out what's going on. Are, are we? I, I feel like feel like we're not getting anywhere. I mean, don't get me wrong. She she helps when she comes. I I go less often, but it's it's it still feels a little hopeless right now. I know, Mom. But listen, I'm back. Wouldn't be around Charmant for a while, and we're taking jabs. Like we're gonna keep we're gonna keep this treatment up till we till we find the answer and uh you know, every time I go out, see something new, hear something different, it, it helps me figure out where you've been. And if there's a pattern, we're gonna find it, Mom. I yeah. Uh, oh your friend Jen was here today. Oh, what uh what did she say? I she had a lot of questions. I I was a little confused at first. I thought she was but she just seemed interested more than anything. So after a while, I told her I was tired and that she needed to leave. I uh, I went to the the society, Mom, and I tried to get like an advance or a little bit of help to pay the nano. And I guess so. Uh, I'll talk to her. I'll make sure she doesn't come back again. Okay, okay. it's 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 okay, dear. I it was just unexpected. Yeah. I didn't know she was gonna do it either, Mom. I'm I'm real sorry. I'll uh, I'll head out to the the way house later today, okay. or send her a note. Yeah, I, uh, it was really cold today, dear. Really, really cold. It was dark, and it was cold. And I could hear something. What uh, what did you hear? Like a long scraping stone against stone or claw against slate and well, for a second I didn't get a chance to see anything but it was just so cold so cold and I couldn't breathe and then there was this scraping then you know I came back at this point you do notice that it looks like at least she's got like one little bit of her face that's got a little bit of like frostbite like it's not like full on frostbite but there's definitely that burn of cold um, would Nyx know generally the areas that would be that cold in the ninth world? You would probably actually give me a roll. Let's let's let the dice decide. Let's let the dice decide. So let's do this. It'll be a nine. Okay. I don't think any of her skills will help. Yeah, and this is just going to be based off of what Nyx has a reliable chance to figure out, not necessarily what that she would know the real answer necessarily. Right. I got 10. Okay. You know of the frozen desert to the south, but you're not sure about, like, the not being able to breathe or the claw sound or the darkness. You just know that there is a frozen plain beneath, beyond the south wall of the Steadfast. Okay, so she uh, takes out her, her map and just sort of makes a notation along that south wall that... She, and, she thinks her mom ended up somewhere south of there. Um, 
Dad said, uh, you left twice today? Yeah, the first time was... First time was... It wasn't painful, but I... It wasn't good. I, I saw things that were... I can't even describe what they look like. There were so many limbs, and it was so twisted. And one of them turned to me, and I swear it spoke my name. Really? Do you uh, do you think you could describe it so that I could maybe draw it? <sighs> it's difficult. They they look different whenever you, whatever angle you looked at. There were so many angles to them. That's not the important part. Honey. That's not the important part. The important part was after they said my name, they said yours. What? I heard them say Nick's. I believe you, Mom. That's, I mean, I think that that changes a lot. I mean, even just that they knew your name, that's crazy. It is. You know how it is, Mike. Your father doesn't always believe these stories when I come back. I know that, Mom, but... Dad hasn't been around. I have, and I have seen some weird fucking shit, and this is not the weirdest shit I've ever heard. You're a good kid, Nix. Thanks, Mom. Um, you'll never believe uh, who I ran into, though. Who? Natalia, you remember her? Oh, was she the... Was she the really short one with the red hair, or was she the sort of medium-height one with brown hair? Mom, I kind of feel like this is a test, and, um... <laughs> uh, the, uh, the average height one, Ma, she had, a It was, like, reddish-brown hair. Oh, that's right. In the right light. That's right. Yeah. Whatever happened to her? She was so sweet, and then I haven't seen her in years. I hadn't either, and I tell you what, uh, she's a nano. Did you know? Really? Yeah. I had no idea. I mean, I'd heard that her family hadn't been able to afford school, but I, you know, sad thing about her mother, too. But, you know, I thought she, I'm surprised if she could train for that, uh, you know, taking care of her grandmother. Yeah, I don't know how she picked it up, but she, I mean, she was pretty good. We went to these ruins outside of town, and honestly, like, she's pretty clutch. She's pretty good. Kind of sneaky, weird though. I'm a little bit worried, Mom. She's kind of caught up in like this organization. Not sure what they're about. Not, I don't think they're from the good part of Charmant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. I suppose that is what the gossip says as well. What else does the gossip say, Mom? I, I don't like repeated gossip because most of the time it's not true. Well, that's a fair point, but I'm going to be working with her quite extensively. Got another job with her after this, so I'm just wondering, like... You're, you're not going to the ruins again, are you? I, I, You know I worry about you when you do these things. No, 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 no. no. I, I, There's no plans to go to any ruins, um, but honestly, Mom, this last trip to the ruins earned me 40 shins, so... Oh, that's, that's lovely. You should buy, your, some, buy yourself something nice with it. No, um, Mom, you know, I got a good pair of boots. That's all I need. I gave it to Dad. Okay. Nix, I, I, I love you, but I, I need my rest. Thank you for checking in on me. I love you too, Mom. And she, Nix will, like, kiss her on the forehead and leave quietly. And as you leave quietly, if you look back over your shoulder, you see your mother still laying there, staring at the ceiling. And with that, we're going to cut back over to Cha-Cha and Natalia. How are you guys passing the, not Cha-Cha and Natalia, Cha-Cha and Dilly. 
Heading back to Cha-Cha and Dilly, how are you guys passing the time while you wait for Italia? First, I would like to scrap Dilly and focus completely on Nix's backstory, because I'm fucking invested. (laughs) 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 Yep. Um, I've disappointed her, guys. It's really unfortunate. (laughs) We're helping her mom. It's going to be fine. Um, what are Dilly and Chacha doing to pass the time? And are you staying in the alley waiting for Italia, or are you wandering off somewhere? (laughs) That's true. This is a long-forgotten alleyway that we just happened upon by happenstance, so, yeah. I think the alley's got good cover, so Uh, I don't know why we would leave. Hey, Chacha, are there any, uh, horrors around? (laughs) (laughs) What? <laughs> Three R's in that word. <laughs> <laughs> the deliberate overpronunciation of the word horror because I can't hear. <laughs> I don't know. Are there any horrors? Just the usual sort of fleshy skin centipedes that are roaming around in the ba- uh, around the edges normally, like climbing up the walls and through the walls. Mm-hmm. So that's what she, like, that's her, like, base level normal? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it, like, like, if you're looking for something specific, that's not something that jumps out at you. That's like, in a city, that's, that's no big deal. You just assume that it's like pigeons in the area. Oh god, invisible. Centipedes just everywhere. In fact, there's one that's kind of like curling itself around Dilly's leg, but you've been around these enough that you're not really worried about it because they never seem to actually interact with matter. I think Chacha's going to like stare at the one on Dilly's leg for a while and be like, no, it's just normal. Oh, uh, okay. Wait, did I step in something? Why are you looking at my leg? All right. (laughs) Don't worry. It's. It's normal. Just, just out of nowhere, I want to make sure that you understand that your leg is completely normal right now. I don't disagree, which is more worrying. Um, I'm just, you keep mentioning things that you're seeing, and I'm just, I don't see these things that you can see, but it's because of what you can see that we were able to find that where the uh, item that we're looking for went, like the ripple in space-time that you vaguely described with a shoulder shrug that I'm not entirely sure what that meant. So I was just wondering if you could explain that a bit, because it's kind of harrowing that that is happening. I mean, I know we, like, this is like a weird, like, mechanics question, but I know we slightly changed it, so... Chacha's not, like, constantly doing drugs, because drugs are bad, okay? Yeah. And it's like, children are her drugs, but are they really her drugs? (laughs) Well, they're they're definitely, like, helping children and teaching children is really what Chacha loves, from what I I gather. Like, that's, that's where her passion is. There's sort of an ongoing things that she sees, whether or not Chacha ever takes like some sort of drug to kind of like dull her reactions to that. That's that's a choice that you would have to make as a player. Okay. 
I think she's going to turn to Dilly and be like, some people just see things that you can't see. and They're always there. And sometimes the worse they look, the better it is. And I mean, drugs help, but drugs aren't a way to live all the time. Okay. Then she's just going to stare at that centipede again. (laughs) I was like, this is your intervention. (laughs) This is the list of what's hurt me. Maybe I went too deep too fast. Let me rewind. Have you lived in Charmon for long? What's your favorite color? <laughs> oh, no. I came here to be a slave, but they said I couldn't be a slave, and so I lit it on fire. I like blue. Hold on. What? <laughs> you couldn't be a slave? <laughs> we have... Like, the the castle's called the House of a Thousand Slaves. Yeah, you'd think... 1001 would be okay, but they were like, no, Chacha, we don't want you. And so I lit it on fire. The castle? The the Epiturtle house, you lit that on fire? Like, recently? Just somebody's death. Oh, okay. I feel like I would have remembered that if the castle went up. Okay. And Dilly, as a native to Charmond, you would know that, like, something like that, if it was, like, a big fire, like, a fire that did real damage at the castle, like there would be a full on like warrant and bounty for Cha Cha's execution at this point. <laughs> well wait, isn't there? Well you're not you haven't heard of that's it, true. but you've been um running on your own. Oh, that's that's cool. That's cool, 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 cool. That Hey, congrats on not being a slave, I guess. Uh uh-huh. I guess. Why are you not a slave? Um really? it, you know what slaves are, right? Like it's not. Things people want. Oof. You know, they're things people want. Oh. I, I, like, I like to think of, like, Cha-Cha, like, Cha-Cha is standing there, and Dilly is seeing this, like, imaginary, like, sign blinking above her <laughs> that says, I'm damaged. I'm damaged. So blue, that's a very pretty color. It's like the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. Kids like blue, too. Oh, good. Kids are involved. Great. <laughs> Boy, Italia's sure taking her sweet time in there, huh? <laughs> and it's about this time that Italia opens the door and comes out and sees, like, Dilly and Cha-Cha just standing there. Uh, great. Just great. Just talk about normal things that are totally fine. Doesn't sound conspicuous whatsoever. Out here. What? No, that's fine. Okay. Chacha, stop looking at my leg. Okay, yeah, so Italia has arrived. Show me what happens. So, yeah, I guess we yeah. need to get that item. You got any ideas where to start with that? Since it seems like this is mostly in your element at the moment. Yeah, I don't know. Do I just, like, go confront the guy? Do I just go for it? Cha-Cha, you raised your hand. What's Italia's favorite color? Mine is blue. Blue. Now we're best friends. <laughs> Same favorite color. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was easy. Uh, What's your favorite color, Jelly? Silver, I think. That's, come on, man. Like, Primary. Black is cool. actually my favorite color, but like. That's a little on the nose. <laughs> Silver? I don't understand. (laughs) Why is that too on the nose? (laughs) 
like like red or blue or orange or yellow or green or purple. Like silver is like like gray. It's not really a color. It's just like silver shiny. is the color of ciphers and numenera that are working properly. And I am a big fan of those things that work properly. So I'm going to stick with my answer, silver. Yeah, I'll die on it. All right. Anyway, yeah, we should go get this item. Um, I think maybe I should go meet with my guy. I'm a little, I don't know. Like, that's, that's like, I feel like I need to go investigate it and be like, hey, man, why'd you send me on this? Yeah, well, and you definitely won't get paid for the first job unless you go to him because he's the one who handles that. Right. Yes, I do want my money. I like money. So I guess I'll go find him and yeah. Um, I'm a little concerned though. Maybe you guys could like, maybe we could meet up somewhere after I meet with him. Uh, Nix went off to her mom's house and huh. she said that we're, we should meet at the Queen's Fatoon. Familiar with that one? Platoon. <laughs> the Queen's Spittoon. This is something, Italia, you've you've become aware of more in recent years. It is like the worst dive bar in Charmont. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Sure. If that's where you guys want to meet, yeah, I'll be there. Alright. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'll see you guys and she'll like hood up and you know, skulk away. Like, head down, quick walk. Presumably, like, you also tell them where the Queen's Spittoon is. <laughs> uh, Although Dilly's a local, he might he might have a vague idea of how to find it. I think uh, he would know it might be in the worst sector. Which is not know. far away from right now. Yes. I think just from, like, you know, Atalia's facial response, you should know that yeah. it's a dive bar. Okay. Anyway, so. <laughs> so apologies, Samson and uh, Alex. I think we're probably going to follow Italia story-wise now. No, that's so, all right. You don't want more confusion? <laughs> uh, oh. So, Italia, um, where are you going next? Um. Well, I should probably go get my money. Or try to go get my money. Okay. So I'm going to go, I'll go report in. Okay, so you make your way to sort of a middle-class area of town. Um, it's obvious that it's middle-class because here the statues are not crumbling. And you can see, like, strange, like, sort of clockwork creatures, like, wandering the streets, cleaning things up. And uh, you go to that bar, and you go in, and you f- take the step back, you know, behind the bar, and you go down the stairs to this basement. And once again... Always as if he's been waiting for a while. Sits James with his feet up on a table and a bottle of yellow brown liquor next to him. And as you come in, he looks like Italia. I'm I'm glad to see you're back so fast. I I they actually said a courier. I I hear that uh, you did a good job on this one. I'll uh, shut the door and then I'll. Pop my head down, and I'll be like, uh, yeah, um, I think it went well, except I found this, and I'll pull the patch out. He's like, huh, well, I mean, the customer's happy, but, uh, but what, where'd you find that patch? 
The contract I was hired, the person I was to find was murdered. And there's also a body of someone with this patch on right next to them. Huh. So you think somebody murdered somebody from our organization? I don't know what I'm supposed to think. Well, I'm glad you mentioned this. I mean, obviously, if if somebody in our organization has been killed, we'll have to we'll have to even the scales a bit. But uh, can you tell me anything about the the individual in question that you found and where you found them? In the ruins. I just uh... you're going to have to be more specific when you say ruins, huh? <laughs> you know the the ones outside town, the ones uh, they start with a K. I don't know. Oh, is that where the old woman sent you? Yeah. The bonded item. Anyways, I was just wondering if that was of interest to you. It's disappeared, and that's what they wanted, so... Well, that's interesting. I mean, things go missing all the time. I'm a little more concerned about who who killed somebody who'd be wearing this patch. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you're, you're dear to me, Italia, but uh, somebody wearing that patch is, is no independent contractor, so... I'm deeply concerned. Can I insight check him, or can I detect falsehoods? I'm trained in that. You sure can. I want to read the situation. So the difficulty would normally be 12. With your training, it's a 9. Okay, and I would like to spend a level of effort because this is important. Um, Alright, 13. Okay, you, uh... James definitely knows more than he's letting on. So James is, he definitely knows something that he's not letting on. Like he is doing an amazing job of showing you a poker face. And it's a poker face that you know from experience. He's very good at, but he, you suspect at the very least, he already knows who died out there. He may not know everything about it, but he at least knows who you're, who you brought this patch from. I'll sigh then. I'll say, look, James, I've been working for you for quite some time and you've been really good to me. And I just don't understand why you would hire me out to these people if you were involved from the beginning. There's a moment of pause where he just like stops. He's bringing up the drink to his lips and then he freezes for a second. He's like, you're a sharp one, Italia. I've always said that. Maybe too sharp, but sharp. I just do what I'm told. I hand out the contracts as they're necessary. Okay, well, I will stay out of it. Just didn't understand why. It seems really unnecessary, but I won't poke any further. Yeah, I mean, so is that a truth or a falsehood that you're saying? Oh, she's lying through her teeth right now because now she's annoyed. So give me deception roll. The difficulty will be 12. Okay. Natural 20. Okay, James is definitely on board. He's like, that's good to hear. Better for everyone that way. Anyway, here is your payment. And he pulls out a small satchel and hands you a sack of shins. He says, 40 shins, as we agreed, which is interesting to you because that's exactly what everybody else was getting paid, which means that Mama Jera paid extra to contract you for this. Interesting, okay. And uh, and James says, uh, I don't have anything else at the moment, but I, I will reach out as soon as I do. You always do good work for us. Once again, thanks, Italia. Don't know what I would do without you. Don't forget it. Oh, 
Uh, did you ever find that Seski? Sorry. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I thought, uh, I just thought it was worth asking since, you know, it's a job you're involved in. Yeah, I'll look around for it, but I just, you know, this job came up in priorities, so. Okay, well, fair enough. Have a good night. Welcome back to the city. You got 40 shins in your pocket. Make sure to celebrate a bit. I'll, uh, I'll work on that. Thank you. See you later, James. No. Put the hood back up. Open the door. Close behind me. So as you're going out the door, the camera at first kind of like stays back and zooms in on James. It's so dramatic. Then uh, we are going to catch up to Chacha and Dilly as they make their way to the Queen's Spittoon. It doesn't take you long. You're not very far away. This is a very bad area of town, which makes sense. You guys were probably hiding somewhere here in the bad area of town. And as you kind of make your way over, you see this bar. And it is definitely, it's definitely where some of the windows are already broken. The sign is a crude drawing of a crown spitting into a spittoon, which makes sense because you guys know that, like, Actually representing the queen, Armalu, like if you actually were to try to sketch her or something like that in a non-flattering fashion, that's that's punishable by execution. So just using a crown here is the best that they can get away with. Or at least Dilly, you know this. Chacha, you are a total stranger to Charmant. So you, I, I don't know like if you've even had time to get any of this information about the queen. I think Chasha's going to turn to Dilly and be like, why, why didn't they just use the crown as a spittoon? Why did they spittoon the crown? Crowns can't spit. Uh, yeah. If you draw or depict the queen in any, like, even, like, the slightest negative way, you just offed. You just, you wake up dead, probably. So they kind of have to learn how to use metaphors around here sometimes. She hates pictures and juggling. Okay, no question. <laughs> does Dilly know? Does Dilly know anything about this juggling incident? Yeah, Dilly would know all about the juggling. The fact that she's had jugglers executed on multiple occasions. Yep, juggling, bad pictures. She is. She's a little prickly. Dilly, you feel like a surge of like <laughs> getting away with something saying that because after all, she's the queen who's lived two hundred and seventy three years, and she's she is the the prize of Navarine. So, Dilly and Chacha, as you go into this tavern, it is not great. It is definitely like really beat down. There are a number of people in here. There's a lot of people that just look like they're sort of like local to the area with sort of um, beaten up clothes, kind of covered in dirt. Maybe they don't work in the city proper. Maybe they do some mining or things like that. And there is one guy in the far corner that's just like sort of broad shouldered, kind of huge. And he's got a bunch of people kind of like sitting you know, sitting around him who are also kind of burly and everybody else seems to be keeping their, their distance from him. There's a guy in another side of it that kind of sticks out because he's wearing like bright yellow with like magenta stripe pinstripes in a suit. Like what we would think of a suit as people today, 
but like in the ninth world is utterly ridiculous looking. And there is, you know, sort of a, a harried bartender up at the bar. What time of day is it? This is night now. Okay. Are there any open tables we can saddle up to? Yes, there is an open table. I think Chacha's going for the open table. I had to remind myself we're not making friends with everybody. <laughs> Dilly's going to follow Chacha. And he, ha- he has his hood up, by the way. There's no table service at this one, so you, which you guys figure out after a couple of minutes, you will have to go up to the bar to get your order. Or we could just be dicks and take up space without spending money. We could be <laughs> those people. Uh, let's not draw attention to ourselves. This is this is a bit meaner than I was expecting. Uh, do you want to try to get drinks, or should I? You think the person who sees horrors should be drinking? I... Admit that sounds like a bad idea. Just between you and me, I don't think the water's going to be much better. So. I guess we're going to see what happens with horrors and drinking. Let's do that. I. Sorry, I'm just thinking of horrors, horrors and drinking now. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we could do that <laughs> me too. too. Just didn't want to start the spiral. We could do all three. <laughs> horror, horror, oh, no, Horror Horse is just the nurse from Silent Hill. <laughs> you guys, so Dilly, are you going up to the bar to order? I will do that, yes. Okay. So you go up to the bar, and the bartender are kind of, you know, they're they're moving around a bit, and they come over to you like, uh, what are you ordering? Uh, two, what would be the uh, blue-collar drink in the Ninth World? Beer, we just say beer. Yeah, you can just say beer. It's a ninth world beer, so it's different, but, you know, you can just say beer. All right. Uh, two beers, please. Okay. Mm-hmm. No food or anything? Uh, no, no, thank you. What about the green scorpions? Do you want to open a tab then? Because, you know, it's only about, you know, a quarter shin for... Uh, maybe later. We'll see where the night takes us. Okay. Um, do you have a quarter shin, or... Uh, do I have a quarter shin? <laughs> oh, you shit. probably have whole shins. Um, Dilly will put one shin on the bar. Uh, just the two beers for now. The rest is uh, for you and your kind service. Oh, oh wow. Well, uh, um, the bartender takes a moment and she says, she looks kind of both ways. She's like, I understand. And she winks at you <laughs> and, uh, hands you two beers. <laughs> And takes the shit. <laughs> what did you just pay for? And like very like stiff and robotically, Billy, Dilly will take the beer and then just like turn and walk again. Okay, so you bring back the beer is not terrible. It's definitely not high quality, but it's not terrible. It's definitely potent. Oh, I, Dilly's just sipping. It's like do a constitution check on how drunk we are. I wouldn't make you do that on one drink. I mean, I know Cha-Cha is very... Actually, Cha-Cha is really small. <laughs> so is Dilly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, why don't you guys both make a might roll of six? I swear. Oh, thank God. Natural 20. Oh. Okay. I got a seven. Okay. So both of you are good. Dilly, you, man, yeah, I, I, I would say that, like, story-wise, you helped Cha-Cha kind of like, <laughs> her herself. And uh, 
And I, I will give you sort of an asset on something in this room that involves you being alert and aware of what's going on. You can just hold that until you leave this okay. scene. Thank you. If something comes up. Uh, so how long do you think we should wait for uh, Nixa Talia to get here? How long does it take to visit your mom? Well, my mom's dead, so however long it takes to get to the graveyard. Mm. So, like, 30 minutes? Uh, sure. Why not? I don't really know where the graveyard is from this sector. Mm. Do we order her her green scorpion? You know what? I think she can go to the bar for that one. I may have fucked up somehow by tipping. Because <laughs> it's always something, isn't it? <laughs> People like tipping. The bartender is watching you. And anytime you, like, look over there nervously, she winks at you. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is this going to be rough. Um, so, blue, how about... What what brought you to blue is your favorite color? <laughs> <laughs> it makes me happy, and horrors aren't blue most of the time. Why? You like silver because Numenera, but... What if Numenera is horrors? Um, that's a hard question to answer. I guess it'd be difficult, but eventually I would understand them, so they wouldn't be as scary anymore. Is that... I get the feeling that's not quite the same situation you're in. Dilly, I think you have absolutely seen Numenera. That is a horror. In fact, I think you tried to do something about it. Okay. So I feel like some of this is a deception. That's fair. This have to be contested? It will be. I have a six. Okay, so Cha-Cha, just roll, like, whatever your equivalent of insight or detecting falsehoods is. Do I have any abilities or inabilities? That's a good question. I got a 14. I don't think I'm hindered on this. Okay, so 14 will definitely help you. I mean, even if you were hindered, it wouldn't make a big difference. You, Dilly is definitely sort of dodging that question. Chacha will remember this. <laughs> anyway. This is the juice, guys. This is why I play the game. <laughs> I think Chacha's, though, just going to ignore that and just, like, skate on by, like, okay. You do you, boo-boo. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I would say, in terms of distance traveled and time spent, I would say probably... I guess the question is, would Nick spend any more time at home beyond the visit to her mother? No, she'd just say bye to her dad and dip out. Okay, then I would say that since Nick's got a head start, that Nick's would be arriving at the bar next. Okay. And so the door opens and Nick's comes in, you easily spot Cha-Cha and Dilly in the corner. Dilly has his hood up in here, which looks suspicious as hell. Um, and, uh, there's Cha-Cha, who is still wearing her flamboyant cape. They're both drinking <laughs> at an open table. And as you come in the door, you definitely see two sets of eyes, or you feel at least two sets of eyes, like, from different parts of the room following you as you go over to the table. Hey, guys, what's up? Oh, you know, just shooting the breeze. Man. Drinking this. Man, you didn't get those scorps, man. Listen, it 
That is a solid nope. wreck. You are going to regret it as soon as you try these things. Man. I am not going back up to the bar for reasons I don't think I can explain. Like, I physically don't understand what happened, so I don't, I can't explain what happened. So, <laughs> okay. If you want some scorpions, go hog wild. Did you, uh, you got, did you open a tab? Uh, no, I didn't. I'm not really in a position to get very drunk at the moment, so. So. No. Did they overcharge you, man? Because, like, these drinks are, like, stupid cheap. Like, no, it's like, yeah. So you don't got no tab? No. I just tip the bar, tender, like a good person, like everyone should. Listener. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at you right now. I see. Uh, all right, I got you, got you, no worries. I'm going to go get some beer for myself and some uh, some of those scorpions. I think Chacha's going to push a shin towards her. And then at, just to be like the most awkward person she is, she's going to say, Dilly says his mom lives in the graveyard. Does your mom live in the graveyard too? <laughs> nah. Nah. No. Nah. Does this get cold here? What was that? Uh, not if I can help it, Chacha. Okay. And Nix is gonna buy... I have a plan for Chacha. <laughs> Nix is gonna buy something stronger than beer. <laughs> okay, so Nix goes and orders a drink and some scorps, I assume. D- double, double scorps. Oh, nice. <laughs> and then, uh, then would Nix know what would have happened with the tip or what impression would have been left by the tip? Nix has only been here once before, so I don't think so. All right, so, uh, Nix opens a tab. As the bartender is handing you things, like, uh, so what can you tell me about the little guy over there? Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Dilly, super smart. Um, kind of just met him, so I don't know a whole lot. Seems nice. Uh, he seems kind of desperate, which I'm kind of into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he definitely gives off. For sure, man, that aura of desperation. I feel it as well. Um, kind of a... Real, he's a nervous short boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's very much my type. Uh, but anyway, here's your scorpions and your uh, drink. Dope. So, uh, Nick though wouldn't ignore Cartha if he's in there. Yeah, Cartha is there. She's just like, "Yo, what up, Cartha?" He just kind of nods at you like a little sup. And raises his she glass. She raises you. her tray and her glass back at him. And goes back to the table. Okay. So, guys are presented with this plate of green scorpions and a sort of purplish dipping sauce. Yo, my boy Hey You said these are dope. So dig in, guys. Hey You? What? No, not Hey Me, Hey You. Nope, I'm not falling for this fucking Napa <laughs> Costello routine. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so are they like pickled scorpions or? I imagine they're like crab legs. I mean, they're same family. Except it's like the whole body. So so Nick's just like 
cracks that in half, cracks it in half and dips it. Do you go straight for the tail or the body? Breaks the body in half. Yeah. Okay. So it's just like mini lobsters. It's fine. Dips it in the purple sauce and then like sucks the meat out of the shell. It is fucking amazing. Oh my. <laughs> Let's say, imagine yourself at 2 a.m. after <laughs> drinking the whole night and you get into like a Perkins or a late night 24 hour diner and you order yourself some mozzarella sticks and you have your first bite of those mozzarella sticks. That's how good these uh, scorpions are. Dan, we're in quarantine right now. Can you not describe it like that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for real. Just about to have an orgasm over here. I'm like, right now I'm kind of like, how much of my uh, health and safety is T-Bell worth? (laughs) Um... Yeah, so she's, she just starts smashing them and, like, gestures at them to the other two. Dilly will try a little. Yeah, they're fucking amazing. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, it's about this time that Italia wanders in. I'll, uh, I'll go sit down by them and uh, pick up a scorpion and eat it. How did your meeting go? was not as productive as I might have liked. How How do you mean? Well, I was like, hey, bro, what's going on? And he's like, blink, 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 blink. That's why you got to go into these meetings with an agenda, dude. Like, otherwise they are never productive. Okay, Nick, so you don't seem like the kind of person that goes into any place with a plan. So that seems like suspect advice coming from you. Holy shit. Oh, man. Uh, Dilly, I have been part of an organization for almost eight years, man. So uh, I've been in a lot of meetings. I've never written the agenda. I have just noticed a marked increase in productivity when someone brings an agenda. (laughs) Yes, well, I had an agenda and tried to check off the list. And he was like, nah, man, I'm not collaborating. So, okay. Can everybody for me roll some sort of perception-based roll, and the target is going to be 12. Nailed it. All right. Is it searching or listening? I got a five. (laughs) 17. Can I add my nat 20 asset to this one? Yes, you sure can. Uh, Searching would not help you with this, nor would listening. Billy rolled a six. He's really into the scorpion. Well, he, he actually, yeah. I would say with a natural 20, Dilly's just going to notice this. Oh, all right. I think Italia is oblivious to this. So I think everybody to some degree notices it, but Dilly, you catch it first. Somebody has kind of slunk into the spar. They're very thin. They're wearing dark clothing. They are definitely hooded like you. Although their hood kind of comes more across as a fashion statement rather than I'm wearing a Halloween mask so you don't know who I am. And they have come in and they have immediately like slunk and blended into the background, but they're very clearly watching Italia. Hey, Italia, you got, um, I mean, don't look, but actually Dilly will make like a subtle illusion on the table, like whatever the wood grain is or something. He'll make an arrow pointing roughly in the direction, something subtle enough that Neighbor, neighboring tables won't see, but everyone at the table will be like, hey, there's an arrow in the table. 
there's someone over there that seems to have eyes for you. Intriguing. Um, so she's going to dramatically put down the drink that she, she picked up someone's drink and started drinking it. Sorry, guys, I don't know who's. Um, and then uh, it's like, I have to piss, and she'll wander off to the bathroom and then look while she does that, because obviously, you know, distraction. Give me some sort of deceit or stealth and hiding that you're looking for them. It'll be a 12. Okay. And I'm trained in searching. Well, this is going to be you hiding something from them. So. Hiding something from who? You're hiding the fact that you're kept trying to catch a glance against them. Oh, okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, 16. Okay. Um, you think you've managed to kind of glance, you see this like shadowy figure there. You don't recognize them, but with your experience working with this handling organization that you've contracted for, whatever it is, like some instinct in you like screams that it's somebody from that organization. If not somebody part of the organization proper, they're a contractor. Okay. I'll file that information away and, you know. Uh, go get a drink at the bar or something, you know. So you're heading to the bathroom. Oh, that, yeah, bathroom, go. Okay. <laughs> bathroom, bar, drinking, same. I would say, Dilly, as an extension of your natural 20, you notice that as she goes to the bathroom, this dark figure follows her. Shit. Hey, guys, uh, mystery person over there is following Otali into the bathroom. Should we help? Actually, you two should help. I don't think I can go into that room. Unless it's a unisex bathroom. I don't know what we do in the ninth world. <laughs> yeah. Is it just like a pit outside? Yeah, it's just a pit. Like, Charmon normally would have some sort of separation, but here at the Queen's Spittoon, no. <laughs> it's the same hole for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we should go help. I think. And Cha-Cha throw the broken um, googly eyes at this figure? If you want to try to do that in the from the middle of the bar, you sure can. Yes. Okay. So this is going to be a 12 speed roll. I got a 19. Chacha's good at throwing and juggling. Oh, so you're doing <laughs> a minor effect? Or are you doing a extra damage? Um, Would a minor effect be that he, like, temporarily loses, like, sight of? I would say it could be a distraction. Atalia? Yeah, it could be a definite distraction where it would slow them down. So this uh, item hits his head, and or her head, or whoever's head it is, is their head. And the they kind of look down at it, and they look at you briefly, seeing you kind of like juggling other items. And then they look back and see Atalia entering the restroom, and then they kind of look at you again, and then they kind of hurry towards the restroom. And then, and then they, they go into the restroom very quickly. But, and then Natalia, you hear a voice behind you. It's kind of gravelly and it says, you should know better than to ask those kinds of questions. And that's where we'll end this episode. No. Oh, stop. <laughs> I would prefer not to stop playing, Daniel. Yeah, sorry. Good news. <laughs> Marietta, is there something this episode that made you feel awesome that Italia did? 
Um, I don't know. Knowing that she was uh, being deceived was pretty good. Uh, nat 20 is always nice, but uh, I think I'm mostly just really stressed out now, so hard to yeah. recall at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. We have a segment we do each week called Player Intrusions, where we talk about something that you should check out. This time, it's actually my turn. And what I want to tell you about is I'll give you an XP if you guys check out Invisible Sun. Invisible Sun is another Monty Cook game. Very, it, You can see when you're looking at the rules, the bones of the cipher system that makes up Numenera. I like to think of it as the cipher system on steroids because there's all sorts of extra things that get layered on. The game has got a simple concept that becomes very complex, and that is... The world that we're in now, the world that we think of as real, where we go to our jobs, where we go to the pharmacy, all of that is a lie. It's the world of shadow. And in reality, all of us are visle, people who use magic. And when we remember that, when we escape from shadow and return to the actuality, we have capabilities that we've forgotten about. Invisible Sun is all about the surreal. It's all about the strange twists and turns, like everything weird that you can imagine. It exists there. And you have, um, and everybody there has some kind of gift for magic. And they go forward and they, they seek out their knowledge or they seek out power or they seek out different things. But it's a really neat game. And one of the things I think is very cool is that the character advancement is always based off of your personal character arc. So if your character has a particular thing that they're trying to achieve, all of your advancement, the things that actually allow you to get extra powers and things like that are based off of you forwarding your story arc. So you really get a chance to inhabit the characters. In fact, at the first session, you not only kind of introduce your character to everybody else, but you define what your house looks like and what your house, what kind of mysteries your house has. And then all the other players get to decide what neighborhoods that you live in. And everything is changed by the Sooth deck, which is sort of a tarot-like deck that when a card is in play, it changes the way that magic works. So there's a lot of variation in it. It's a very cool concept. If you want to do like really character heavy campaigns or games, it's a really good system for that. It's a little bit the I say it's the cipher system on steroids because in cipher, the basis of your character is really a single sentence. I am an adjective noun who verbs. There's other details and backstory that you build, but all of your specs come out of that single statement. In Invisible Sun, you have that. You have sort of that statement. You have some extra things on top of that statement. But then there's all sorts of other layers of complexity get, that get applied on it. So if you think about Cypher system is almost sort of a, a counter response to complicated character creation. And Invisible Sun is a sort of love letter to taking your time to build your backstory in a meaningful character that you really want to explore over time. It's a very cool game. I haven't had a chance to play it as a player, 
but I've had the opportunity to run it once. Actually, Samson was in that game and I, I had a blast. It was, it was a ton of fun. And I loved Liz sort of bizarre strangeness that the surreal nature of it allowed. It's the kind of game that I would suggest that there are some sort of short adventures and some one shots out there, but really to experience that game, you need a campaign. That's my player intrusion for this week. Invisible Sun, check it out. I'm aware that it's, it's a bit expensive, but it's, it's worth at least like checking out the key, which is the main sort of introduction to for players and seeing what it's like. It sounds dope as hell. It is very cool. It is a lot of fun. Um, actually, similar to Dilly, Samson had a character whose face was a theater mask, and it kept changing based off of his mood. Yes. Excellent. Samson, you come up with That's cute. amazing characters. Yeah. Hey, Joe. Thank you. I do have a lot. Of- so we keep murdering them so we can <laughs> see more. I do have seven or eight waiting in the wings right now. So. <laughs> Excellent. There we go. There we no, go. sorry. Six... Six and a half. You yeah. haven't finished the last one yet? <laughs> well, no, one of them is the same character sentence, but I take the actual character oh, two very different ways. Interesting. Yeah. That's kind of cool. You will have to share that one with me. That's that's interesting. I might play with that idea. Please don't kill Dilly because of that idea. Please don't hurt me. No, I'm not I'm not going to. Probably. But yeah, so that was our player intrusion this week. Marietta, where can people find us if they want to talk to us on the social medias? Oh, man, we're we're a lot of places. We're on Twitter. We're at Explorers Wanted Podcast. It's just Explorers Wanted. Or just Explorers Wanted. Dang, okay. It's just at Explorers Wanted. And then Instagram is Explorers Wanted Podcast. And Facebook is also Explorers Wanted Podcast. And then we have ExplorersWanted.fm, which is our website. Mm Mm-hmm. Did I miss anything? Nope, you got everything until you make that Tumblr page for us. Yeah. I don't know. I need to see some like requests for the Tumblr page. Tumblr, you have to be really invested. Give me like a week. <laughs> it's hard to be invested when they took away porn. <laughs> <laughs> so we are a new podcast. And really, if you enjoyed what you heard, the best thing that you can do is tell a friend about it. What you liked about us. Um, what you liked about the show. The second best thing you can do is leave us a five-star rating. It is a huge deal. It will really help us if you could go to your podcast directory of choice and leave us a five-star rating, particularly if it's Apple Podcasts, because that really affects the way people discover new shows. If you didn't like what you hear, if you really kind of hated the show, I would recommend that you write about that in your journal and kind of work it out, you know, maintain sort of a hate journal. You can even draw like weird sigils in there and things like that. And then just burn it at the end. I think that's best. Um, it's, it's really helped you work out your negative feelings so that you're not carrying it to the day. If you want to talk to us individually, you can. I am on Twitter at Anderlich. That's A-N-D-R-L-I-K because my family cannot afford vowels. And uh, that is where you can find me. You can find me on Twitter at Stace Windu. It's like Mace Windu, but Stace Windu. 
you can tell me your favorite color at Slam Potato, unless I asked you to do that last week. In which case, say, tell, remind me what your favorite color is. <laughs> and then you can find me on most social platforms as T with the Unicorn, except for Twitter, where I'm real T Unicorn. That's a thing I had to do. Yeah, because you're the original, except no substitutes. Yes. If you got a substitute, it's margarine. No substitutes here. Uh, and then, yeah, you can find me on Instagram. I do the picture thing, and I'm at I'm on a hike, all one word. Okay, excellent. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening. We will be back next week with another episode, as we will for every week for the foreseeable future. Um, have a good night, and... Bye. Bye. Bye.